Hello, how's it going? My name is Darius, and this is Motivation with Darius. In this episode, I am having a guest, Lauren, and we're going to be talking about how to introduce new Christians to Jesus. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Catch you guys in a bit. Hello and welcome to my podcast. This is Motivation with Darius. Today I have the awesome Lauren, um, you know, in the podcast. I'm so excited to have you. How are you doing today, Lauren? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I am excited. I'm excited. So to get back to focus, today's topic, we're going to be talking about how to introduce new Christians to Jesus. And, you know, for a lot of people, this is a struggle, you know, a lot of people struggle with this very topic, you know, because, you know, we have friends who aren't Christian and, you know, we we all want to introduce these people to Jesus. But the question is, how do you go about doing that? Um, So I just want to start off by reading a, a, a Bible scripture here. You know, most people, when they go to introduce people to introduce people to Jesus, right, they start off with John 316. I'm sure Lauren, you know that verse, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Most people most people know about that verse. Have you ever um have you ever been told to uh, you know, to use that verse before to witness to people? I have. Um I've just recently met a group of people and that's what we do actually. We we start out with with John 316 because that's one of the most powerful um, verses out there, I think. I concur. I concur. You know, um, but I'll just go ahead and read the scripture. It says, uh, "Well, uh, so pretty much everybody knows this, right? It's for for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that who shall ever shall believe in Him." Wait, shall I'm sorry, uh, I'm, I'm having a lapse here. Maybe you can go ahead and finish that off for me. <laughs> I'm having a lapse right now. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Boom. So the and whole the whole verse is for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That's John 3:16. Incredible. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. You know, and so like you know even when we we are stuck in our sins god cares for us you know and this is a basic understanding with all christians you know we all come in our brokenness you know it says come as you are you know um i personally you know i've struggled in so many different ways you know with my walk of faith i remember i lost my path when i when i turned 18 you know i just went on a path of rebellion you know, I wanted to rebel. I'm sure you guys have seen, you know, right now they got this dude, Lil Nas X, right? He's on his rebellious stage, right? And I'm telling you right now, right? We don't need to focus on the negative things that this world is producing. We need to keep our focus on Jesus Christ. 
you know, as Christians, that should be our main focus. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I have another question, you know, how do you start a conversation with a non-believer? You know, that's, that's, see, you know, that's, that's very important too. We got to break that down. What do you think, Lauren? How, how do you start a conversation with a non-believer? Well, honestly, it's something that I definitely struggle with because, um, I don't want to intimidate them and I don't want to, um, like make him feel pressured into doing into speaking to me um one one way that i found had has been successful actually just to coming up to somebody and um just asking them how their day is going and um seeing just having a regular conversation with them and then if the opportunity comes up you can bring up um, you can bring up the Bible, you can bring up um, God. I think the most important way to start it out is to kind of get um, get to a place where you can share an experience together. Maybe you have something in common. Find something in common with the person and then carry on the conversation. But it's really important to um, find that first, to, to make them feel comfortable and don't, don't, make them feel like you're here to like just preach at them because <laughs> no, nobody wants to sit there and be condemned right nobody yeah, wants facts. to um, be condemned facts. so um yeah and that's i've done that and it it's worked sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work it, it's kind of a trial and error type thing so yeah that's that's so interesting um you know i personally you know i like I just go all in, you know, that's just my way of doing things. I'm just gung ho, you know, I walk up to a person and just be like, you know, like for example, the other day I was at the gym and you know, I, me, I like to do my recording and my video recording, right? You know, I'm trying to get on this content creation thing, you know, like mm -hmm. it's really big right now. This is, and I figure, you know, well, if people who don't have a relationship with God are going so hard because, you know, you look all over social media and you got these people who are, who have no relationship with God, but these people, you know, they have so much faith in themselves that mm -hmm. they're blowing up and they're getting ultimate success, you know? And me as a Christian, it's like, I feel that my faith in God should push me to go over and beyond what I, even what I believe is possible. So, mm -hmm. you know, Anyway, getting back to, to, to the story, the, the gentleman came up to me because I had my camera. You know, he was one of the assistant managers at the gym, and he told me that I can't record in the gym. Now, you know, me being an African-American man, right, you know, I almost went ignorant. <laughs> I almost, he almost caught me, right? <laughs> but, you know, my, my faith in God is far above my flesh and my blood. So I was instantly condemned, you know, and I was like, you know what? I, I, I told you, I was like, hey, man, you know, I'm going to put my camera away just because you asked me to, you know, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure that that like when I completely just like humbled myself down. Right. I'm sure that threw him because he was probably expecting me to have, you know, being again, like I said, I'm an African-American man, you know, the young African-American males. Right a lot of we struggle with 
our emotions. You know, that is like, that is a, a common thing for a lot of African-American males is the struggle with controlling your emotions. So, you know, instantly, you know, like I had to like go, I was like, you know what, man? Hey, I just want you to know that Jesus loves you. And I told them straight out, you know, like I was like, hey man, Jesus loves you. And, you know, he, he kind of stopped. And, you know, <laughs> he was he was like stuck because he didn't know what to say, you know, because, you know, like like I said, I'm just gung ho. I just go straight forward, you know, and I was like, hey, man, I want you to know something. There's something that you've been praying about. And that thing that you've been praying about, God is going to answer that. I'm right now in confirmation with you that there's something, something that you've been praying about, something that you've been desiring, you know, and you didn't know how it was going to happen. I'm telling you right now that it's going to come to be, you know, and that's what we got to do. You know, we just got to let the spirit flow, you know, instead of trying to like, you know, put our own human ways into it. Right. We just got to let God be God. Sometimes it's not going to feel comfortable to witness yeah. to people. Yeah, and, and that's a fact. Sometimes it's just not going to feel comfortable, but you just got to humble yourself down, you know, and just let God flow. And that's what I did. And, you know, I just want to, you know, say this scripture here. I'm, I'm looking at Matthew chapter 22, verse 36 through 40. And it says, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now, to me, when I heard this scripture for the first time, I was thrown. Because a lot of us, we live on, you know, like trying to follow the rules, you know. And Jesus was like, all right, here, I got you. You know, because if you read this whole scripture, you know, like this is this, people are always trying to test Jesus, <laughs> not knowing that they're talking to God. You know, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, God incarnate in man, you know, that is God in a human flesh body, you know. So, I mean, it like just hearing this, right? Like, I have to learn to, I had to rewire my own mind. Because in the Bible, it also talks about changing the way that you think, you know, being renewed in your mind. We have to renew yeah. ourselves because from a world perspective, right, the things of God will never make sense from a world perspective. But um, yeah, I have another question here. Um, the question is, what do we do when a new Christian is losing faith? Mm. You know, what? <laughs> that, that, that's a tough question. Um, I, yeah, that's a tough question because I remember um, a time in my life where I was, like you said at the beginning, just being defiant and um, walking away from everything that I had known mm -hmm. um, just, just to kind of have a selfish life of my own. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, I remember a time in my life where I... <laughs> I was definitely losing my faith because life just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm, yeah. And um, and I 
And it really took a very long time for me to get back to a place where um, I could have the faith to kind of move forward and allow God to work in my life. But, but I think one thing to really remember is that even the slightest bit of faith, even this little bit of faith can take you a really long way. I mean, um, just the other day I was with a group of people and um, the the man was actually talking about faith and he was talking to um, this, this group of um, people who had been homeless for quite a long time and he was asking them about what faith meant to them and he he said to one of them what what does faith mean to you um, and the guy was like oh you know he gave the right answer the bible answer you know trusting in god with everything you know mm-hmm. um and one man he was just like yeah I, I don't know i i don't know what that means and the the man who was asking the question he said you know faith is can be portrayed as um believing that the sun is gonna come up tomorrow um and that that tonight it's going to get dark and it's going to be nighttime. So even little things like, and knowing that summer is going to bring green grass, like things that are consistent that you don't know for sure that it's going to happen, but you believe because, because you know, in, in your heart somehow, I, I don't know. He explained it. He explained it really, really well. And, it was a different way that I had ever heard of faith being explained. And I mean, there's even like the hall of faith in the Bible, Hebrews, um, Hebrews 11, I believe is the hall of faith. So, and that like shows faith for an entire um, group and generation of people. Mm. I mean, like, so I, I, I don't have a straight answer to that question. <laughs> well, I, I, honestly, um, I think we just got to be like the like the Israelites, you know, um, you know, when they were uh, coming out of, uh, you know, most of us are like the Israelites to be realistic, right? When they were coming out of uh, Egypt, right, out of slavery, it's crazy, you know, because they had God had brought these people out of, like, you know, from my understanding, when the Egypt, when, when the Israelites left Egypt, they left with gold. You know, like like they left, you know, with their lives in their own hands, no more slavery, right? And then, you know, they got like to a point of difficulty, right? Where they didn't have water and, you know, like they didn't have the food, right? They're living, right? And they're then, living in a desert, right? Yeah, exactly. And then they started complaining and they started trying to worship like, you know, like false gods and stuff like that. It's like, dude, like God literally brought down these, like, you know, brought down all types of, you know, like, crazy things you know like there was like uh what was it attacks on the egyptians you know the locusts came and you know like all type boils and frogs and the 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 water turned to blood like the passover i mean how do you lose faith how, how do you lose faith in a god that does such yeah. things like that you know just miraculous things nobody is you know nobody could even con- conceive in their own minds you know and here they are in the desert and they lost faith you know because you know they didn't have the egyptian food (laughs) yeah yeah i think it can be it can be for somebody who's um 
kind of seeing how the world is working, it can be pretty easy to kind of set your faith aside and, and lose that, especially in a world like today, mm. um, where, I mean, the mentality is you first, or it's like, I, I need to put myself first. It's all about, you know, making sure that I'm safe, making sure that I'm comfortable, making sure that I have what I need, me, me, me type of thing. The mentality, that's what it is. It's like, I'm on my own now because yeah. I'm making this work. I'm making this happen. I'm doing this. So it's really, it, it, it's easier than you think to lose faith in, in a greater power and to lose faith in, and to actually see that it's God who's doing all of this in your life. Mm. Um, I mean, the slightest, like the little bit of thing could happen. You could lose everything that you have. You could, you could lose your apartment. You could lose money to buy your car. You could lose just one, something that you thought was um, stable or that you thought you were so just like losing something stable in your life can cause you to lose your faith so mm. I think it's a little bit easier than than, um, than we think about sometimes to lose that but yeah <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry I went on I, a little no, like, I understand 100% <laughs> you know um, so I just want to take a second here and you know um so you, currently right uh, i i just recently opened a new nonprofit organization uh you know again i'll say that i just opened a nonprofit organization please go check out our website at www.gorillanatureinc.com again please go check out the website you know we have clothing on there you know we have positive content positive videos you know we have our events you know tonight we're doing uh tonight today is uh is april 17th saturday and you know i'm do, i'm doing a uh, a youth conference tonight uh the next event that we got coming out is going to be a, a a youth gaming conference you know it's specifically for a youth gamers conference you know a christian youth gamers conference you know t- tailored towards you know the youth who well, you know like to do gamers right i think that you know as as christians right like we should take our christianity in just about everything that we do you know, I remember when I used to play basketball when I was when I was young, you know, like I played on the church league and it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. You know, basketball is some would say basketball doesn't have anything to do with Jesus. I say, hey, man, <laughs> I'm going to take Jesus wherever I go, you know, and everything yeah. that I do. So it was great playing on the youth basketball team because we would do, you know, it, or the youth Christian basketball team because we all did prayers together. You know, I mean, it was just like the unity. I never had that type of unity and camaraderie. And, you know, we when, when we went to play, we played uh, other church teams, which was incredible. Other youth church teams, right? I mean, it was just an awesome experience. You know, I remember there was this one time where I hit a game winning shot. You know, like it was crazy. The whole crowd went, you know, everybody lost their minds, you know, because, you know, I was an all right basketball player. But, you know, when I hit that game winning shot, because it was like, you know, this was like right before we were getting ready to go into the championship, you know. Now, we we ended up coming second in the league. But, you know, that game winning shot, like, you know, that was like the kicker. So, but yeah, so let let me go ahead and get back to the initial question. Then The question that we were asking was, what do we do? when a new Christian is losing faith. And what I like to do is I, I I would like to ask what is causing them to lose faith. And then another oh. thing I would do is recommend that they go to Bible study. 
you know, because being around people of faith is a great way to increase your own faith. You know, um, mm-hmm. there's a scripture here that I have. It's uh, Proverbs 27, verse 17. And it says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And this is how we have to do as Christians. You know, it's so great. Like the crazy part is I actually met Lauren through Bible study. You know, there's a weekly Bible study. My buddy, Brother Cisco, check him out on Instagram at Brother Cisco, right? He has his Christian comedy skits that he does on there. He got like 30,000 followers. They have another uh, Christian comedy page that has 100,000 followers on Instagram, you know? And this guy is doing some awesome things. You know, I'm going to try and get mm-hmm. him on, uh, then I'm probably going to get him in a couple weeks to do a podcast with me. But, um, you know, um, that's how that's how it has to be you you know as a christian Mm -hmm. it is easy to lose faith when you're around people who do not have faith but when you surround yourself around a whole bunch of people who all have as much faith if not more faith than you you know like i'm gonna be honest with you i've got to the point where i only want to be around people of faith that's why i started my nonprofit organization you know i was you know this pandemic has been really difficult for me you know i lost my job and you know it was just a full a full issue um but you know i just feel so blessed that god has given me an opportunity opportunity to you know go out and try something new and this is what happens in the midst of destruction right it says what does it say in the bible it says as i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i shall fear no evil for thou art with me you know thy rod and thy staff they comfort me you know like it, he said it even i believe it even talks about god pouring a cup you know and preparing a table before you in the in the, in the presence of your enemies you know so mm-hmm. and, and then there's another scripture that talks about a thousand falling at your left side a thousand falling at your right side but the sickness whatever it is it shall not come near you you know as christians right we need to start focusing on the promises of god you know, let's focus on that. Let's focus on on the things that God promised us. God promised us that right, when Jesus died on that cross, right? That was it. That was it. The war was won. Stop trying to fight against the flesh and let Jesus, <laughs> let Jesus be Jesus. You know, let God be God. You can sit here and try to fight these battles on your own, or we can just allow God to do what God does which is liberate, free, you know? God's understanding is far above our understanding, far above it. If we go to God with our problems, we go to God with our issues, right? The things that we consider these huge, great things, right? Aren't even a grain of sand, you know, on a beach to God. It's not a drop of, our big problem is like a drop of water in the ocean. Consider to God, right? God is like, you know, I, I, I own the entire ocean, right? And you're worried about a drop of water. You know, this is anarchy. Bring your problems to God. Let God do that. When I started giving my problems to God, right? My life has never been the same. I've never, I can't even explain all the abundance and grace and blessings that I have now. You know, it's not even about finances. It's about emotional. It's about spiritual. It's about, you know, physical, you know, God is just God just, God is just God. That's the only thing I can say. So um, do you have any closing uh, comments that maybe something that you would like to put to that? Um, as far as, you know, helping other Christian people to come to God? Um, 
I wait, other Christian people or non-Christian people? See, this is the thing, right? The way I like to see it, right? If you listen to this question, right? How the first question was how to introduce new Christians to Jesus. The way I like to see things, yeah. right, is that they're already Christian, they just don't know it. You know? Right. <laughs> and you know, and that's how I see it, you know, like to be real, right? Like anybody because at the end of the day, how can you deny God? So, you know, yeah, you know, maybe um do you have any like you know input as far as like you know maybe give us one of your life stories before we you know we, we log off the podcast today you know maybe um something a, a situation where you know you felt like there was maybe no hope but god came through for you you know this because it, it's crazy it's through our life stories right we can inspire people that's how people are inspired if you watch movies right most movies are just a story you know and a lot of people find inspiration through stories so maybe you can give us an instance for example you know to maybe uh when you were coming here to the united states maybe there was something that you went through in in the process of coming here you know maybe you didn't. Um, yeah i mean i was i was fairly young when I first moved here mm-hmm. um, and um, actually that same year my parents got a divorce which was um, like pretty um, devastating I would say at that age because I honestly had no idea anything was going on and for the longest time I blamed myself for for what happened um, between How them. How old were you? I was um I think I was between 12 and 13. Um, I think I was 12, like going on to 13. So around around that time. And um, that was the time in my life. I mean, I grew up in the church and um, I like my grandparents were believers and um, like my mom, we, she took us to church all the time. And um, so I kind of, I knew about God and I knew I knew who he was, um, but I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure I believe that, um, like, I didn't have a relationship with him, is, is how to simply put it. I knew about him, but I didn't know him. Um, and it wasn't until um, probably about a year or two ago that I really um, had sort of an encounter with God and, and when, when people say encounter with God it doesn't mean I didn't see God okay like I didn't see Jesus okay so um, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking I'm talking about something um something a life-changing just, experience right exactly a life-changing experience happened and I gave my life to him because without him I had no hope I had um, I could see where my future was going. I could see that I was walking this very tight rope, and yeah. at any point I was about to fall off each, mm. either side. Yeah. And so um, I, I really, at that point in time, is when I really get, gave my life to him, and um, and from there on, we started getting to know each other. I mean, of course, we already knew who I was, but it it started being more mutual, um, a, a mutual relationship with mm. me and God rather than um, 
rather than just you know the the book thing that wow. you know God's yeah. there like he he's in a book he's just a person in a book in the story in a book that I read rather it became God is always here with me I I have a relationship with him I can talk to him about this I can talk to him about that and he comes alongside me he walks with me he does this with me he is my life partner forever and ever Amen. and so um that is so i i think um just something to think about is that it's really important to always pray and praying it does not mean that you always need to get down on your knees and have this long hour two hour 20 even like 20 minutes is a lot of time it just simply means you take your take your day to god you can spend five minutes here five minutes there just talk to him yeah. talk to him like a regular person like a, as if you're in a relationship with another human being you just talk yeah. um so it's really important to to do that and also it's really important to remember that nobody's perfect but we are all like um progressing okay everybody is on a road some people are running some people are walking some people might be crawling yeah. <laughs> um, whatever it is <laughs> Facts. whatever it is you're Facts. doing you're moving okay oh man <laughs> um, so it's important to know that we're all growing and Amen. um Amen. so if, immerse yourself in god's word read read what he has to say to you um and kind of obey him more on a moment mo- by moment basis mm-hmm. and when you don't when you don't know what the next right thing to do is uh, well the, what the next thing to do is just do um whatever whatever is right not feels right because feelings can be deceiving um and, and the heart is deceitful above all things um so just just pray about it and ask god where he wants you to go because more often than not he's just waiting for you to ask him that question and he could be like there it is like there's that moment i've been waiting for so that <laughs> i can take you here um it's really exciting stuff to you know to give your life to christ and have a relationship with him so anybody who's like really thinking about it i would say do it what do you have to lose right like maybe it's it's going to be the best decision you ever make in your entire life, I say. Amen. Um, Amen. And yeah, you just have to trust in him. Yes, never. And I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, um, butterflies and rainbows (laughs) and, and, you know, a smooth road from now on. But it's going to be different. And that's, that's what, that's what matters. It's going to be different. Yeah, that's all I've got, I think. Wow, incredible. So um, I just want to end up with this this verse here. Uh, this is Matthew 7, verse 24, 24 through 27. Um, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew, and beat again against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man 
who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. You know, and that is what faith is like. When you build your faith on the solid foundation of Jesus Christ, you are like that wise man who built the house upon the rock. You know, um, there are many faiths out there, and I am not attacking anybody in any way, shape, or form. You know, um, you know, I have friends from all over the world, different cultures. I grew up in the Bay Area, where it's one of the most diverse places in the world. Plus, us in California, one of the most liberal states in the United States. You know, <laughs> we got everybody. <laughs> we got everybody. So I grew up around everybody. You know, and I just want to be. I want to do exactly what Jesus told me to do, which is to love God above all else and to love thy neighbor as thyself. So, and that is difficult for a lot of people to love their neighbor as themselves, you know, because what if your neighbor isn't like you? What if your neighbor is an angry person? What if your neighbor is mean, you know? And the way I see it, the whole world is my neighbor. (laughs) So, So I love everybody. You know, whether you know Jesus or not, whether you're mean to me, I've had people who've been terrible to me and, you know, and and at the end of the day, right? Like, it's not about like, cause you know, I'm a strong man. I go to the gym. I lift a lot of weights. I'm a power lifter, you know? And, you know, it's because I grew up with brothers and my brothers used to beat up on me. And I said, I I ain't going through this no more. (laughs) I become a man. I'm going to be strong. (laughs) So I'm strong. You know, so and so nobody mess with me, you know, but regardless, right? Like the crazy part is is I kill people with, with, with love and kindness. You know, I, I am like a true a true definition of killing people with kindness and love because I would I I, I would help anybody just because you know it's not about if I know that person for a long period of time, right? You know, like I've uh, like, you know, I believe like the whole point of starting my nonprofit is to, you know, like if you really want to be, you know, you want to have that foundation. Right. And and you want to be, you know, have that relationship with God. Right. Then you got to actually sometimes you got to step outside of your own comfort zones and you got to allow God to do what God is going to do through you. You know, you got to step out the way completely and allow God to just do whatever it is that he's going to do through you. You know, we can't be afraid to live a Christian life because, you know, it's because, you know, we're afraid that people are going to judge us. Well, guess what? People are going to judge you regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you're a Christian yeah. or not, people are going to judge you. So, you know, get over it. <laughs> just accept it. Life is full of judgment. People are judgmental wherever you go. They may not say yep. it to your face, but the moment they go in their house, they're judging you. So, yep. you know, I figure, you know what? I'm just going to love people anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whether they're mean to me, you know, whether, you know, like whether they're kind to me, you know, like I don't care. You know, I'm going to witness to who, whoever. If somebody you know, comes and punches me in the face. I'm going to witness to that person. You know, I'm going (laughs) to, you know, because at the end of the day, they beat Jesus, you know, and because Jesus has such a solid foundation, right? 
he continued and went through all the suffering, all the pain, because at the end of the day, he was doing it so that we could have everlasting life. So we can have the opportunity at having a personal relationship with the heavenly father, you know? And that's why, you know, like I can never leave Christianity. There is a lot of religions out there, you know, and I don't believe Christianity is about religion. I believe it's about a relationship, a personal relationship with the one who created all existence, the one who gave, who breathed life into man, the one who, you know, stops the ocean from coming a certain amount, the one who, you know, like within all of this world that we live in, right? In the world full of chaos, right? There is order, you know? <laughs> Like there is order, like literally there is order. You look at the structure, how the, let's look at things from a scientific perspective, right? How is it that the earth rotates around the sun, right? But yet it never collides with any of the other planets. How is it, you know? That is, there is something much greater, much greater than, than our understanding. You know, we go so far with our science, right? Thinking we know everything, you know, our, our, our our technology can only go so far we can barely have we even reached past you know the non-planet pluto you know like let's be realistic let's look at things from a real what do we really understand you know we know that there are clusters and clusters are like you know universes right we know there are universes out there right but we haven't reached them our technology is limited so you know it, it you have to believe that there is something greater you know, because of the fact that we exist, you know, how could we be here? It's like saying for somebody to tell me that God doesn't exist, right, would be to say that the car created itself, you know, like now we know that, you know, your Mercedes Benz or Toyota, whatever you get into, right, each day, you, you I mean, that car didn't just appear one day. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't just there. Something or someone had to create it. So, you know, I'm just a logical person. You know, I just live with logic and reasoning. So, you know, anyway, I just want to say thank you so much, Lauren, for taking the time. You know, we went on a rant there, but, you know, I really appreciate you coming today. And, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. You know, please, please, you know, subscribe. Um, the next week, I'm actually going to be, uh, you know, doing another podcast. And it's crazy because guess what? Her, the, the lady who I'm doing the podcast with, her name is Lauren too. <laughs> we might have to get you on there so we can have what? two Laurens. You know, what do you think? You know, maybe next Twins. week we can do it. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this. So anyway. Yeah, next week we're going to be um, doing uh, another podcast. I'm really excited about that. Another opportunity to, you know, talk talk about, you know, to for us to like, you know, get on that heavenly relationship, you know, and to build on our understanding of the kingdom, you know, because at the end of the day, that's what we all have to do. We have to, uh, we all have to continuously work on building our relationship with God from day to day to day. You know, it's a, it's a weekly, it's a daily process, you know? So, um, yeah. Do you have any last words for us, Lauren, before we, uh, finish up? No, I think, um, thanks for having me. And it was really, um, I really enjoyed our conversation and I, I hope somebody got something out of 
um, even our little rants. I hope somebody got something out of that. Um, yeah. But I really enjoyed it. Amen. Amen. So next week's topic, we're going to be talking about Christian motivation. And the question is how to stay motivated as a Christian in a secular world you know so you know check in for that that's gonna be some heavy heavy content right there so anyway hey thanks for listening this is motivation with darius uh my special guest was lauren lauren thank you for showing up today god bless you you are awesome great job you know (laughs) (laughs) all right god bless all you listeners please have a great day and check back in next week catch you guys next time again please check out our website at www.gorillanatureinc.com again that's www.gorillanatureinc.com awesome sauce have a good one your boy darius and i'm out